Hello, and welcome back to The Spice of Life. I'm Chloe. And I'm Ethan. And we're joined with another special guest, Leah. So, Leah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Leah. Wow. I'm from Castle Rock, Colorado, kind of by Denver. And I also go to school here with Chloe and Ethan at CMU. I'm majoring in psychology. Super cool. And minoring in business, too. And then, yeah, well, we're all RAs, so that's how we know each other. (laughs) Continuing the trend of RAs only on the show, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> Don't. we have other friends I we, swear it's true um, do they just, we yes yeah just kidding <laughs> they I just do. are not on the show yet eventually maybe they just haven't expressed interest yet but they will just you wait gotta get other worldviews you know yeah yeah okay Leah Um, what do you want to do with your life after you graduate you know Chloe that's a fantastic question so I guess <laughs> sick this is a great segue into what you wanted to talk about this week. So do you want to tell us what the spice is today? The spice is passions. stressful about passions well you see once upon a time I was talking to my friend and she told me a story about when she was talking to one of her friends Ah. and this other random person was like hey what are you passionate about because that's apparently the first thing she asks new people and then so my friend told me this story and I was like well dang I don't know what am I passionate about well Leah what are you passionate about Oh my gosh. Well, I created a list. Because here's the thing. Okay. I was like, wow, I have just the most generic things to say. Like, oh, I'm passionate about, you know, my... You like travel? Yeah. Wow, passionate. And like family and friends and school, etc. But like, you know, everyone can say that. So like, what makes a person passionate about each of their own things, you know? Can we hear the list? Yeah. Okay, I think that that would tell our listeners quite a bit about you, Leah. Leah is a list queen, by the way. She's got a a list for everything. She loves making them. And in no order, making lists is in here. (laughs) (laughs) List queen. Um, Talking about politics, making the country better. Oh, that's cringy. Whatever. Learning about history. Reading autobiographies. Writing my book. (laughs) That's cool. Talking with my brother, spending time with my mom, learning from my dad, playing board games. Nice. You and Ethan have that in common. Wow, let's go. Hanging out with my grandparents, all things soccer, working with the little kids at work, catching up with relatives, laughing, seeing pretty views, 
and all my superstitions. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. That's a pretty extensive list. I think that's awesome. There's a lot of things in there that are really unique. So, that's everything in my list. We have a question. Were you more, Are you more or less stressed about your passions now that you have the list? I guess less, but there's always more. Always more passions or always yeah, more stress? Yeah, there's always more to add. Both. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Fair enough. Would you yeah. say that the stress of, uh, for you, the stress of passions was uh, not, like, being passionate enough? Not having unique enough passions? I guess just not really knowing. Mm. Not really knowing. That's fair, that's fair. No, I think that makes sense because there's a really big pressure in our society to know exactly what you want to do with your life and for, you know, your education and your career path to all align with this great big thing that you care a lot about and that you want to do forever and ever. Yes. And that's a deeply American ideal, and yeah. it's it's admirable, for mm-hmm. sure. If you can mm-hmm. accomplish that, I mean, phenomenal job, but it's not realistic. And I think that it puts a lot of undue pressure on people to know really early on what that one big special thing is for them when really there can be tons of little things like there are for you, Leah. Like if you're passionate about every little thing that you do, I think you're going to be happier than if you're constantly chasing success in one major area. I think you're right. I think it's a little weird that we ask high schoolers to make this decision, but you know. (laughs) who was ever wrong when they were 18 years old, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not me. Certainly not me. Couldn't be me. No, I agree. And I even think that, like, declaring a major almost feels like it kind of pigeonholes you into being passionate about what you study, even though what you study isn't necessarily going to be what you do with your life. And what you do with your life, you know, doesn't necessarily rely on what you study. And I think people get really stuck in the notion that there has to be a linear path from what they choose to study with no changes, no amendments, and then what they continue to study for four years, and then they get out of school, and they immediately get a job in that field, and there's nothing else. That's their life. But no one is like that. No. (laughs) No, we're all out here switching our majors and choosing internships that have very little to do with what we're doing because they sound interesting and it's good to have experience and then job opportunities come up from connections and the reality is that having a bachelor's degree in pretty much anything helps you get a lot of different (laughs) jobs so it's not nearly as like closely related as I thought it was when I was Mm -hmm. going into college like I thought I needed to know the one big thing you need to know your big passion or else I wouldn't accomplish it yeah but that's Mm -hmm. not true I started taking my teaching classes this semester, like getting really, in, really into it, not like 200 level, 100 level teaching classes. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice to like take those classes because I got in there and I realized I really was passionate about teaching, you know? And as much as you'd like to think that Ethan, you knew you were gonna be a teacher for so long. It's still nice to like get the reassurance that I like made the right choice and that I'm actually going to be happy with what I'm doing because there is such a big pressure of gotta get you gotta get your passion right and if you choose wrong that sucks don't it so that's nice but a little stressful because what if i got into my teaching classes and i was like wow i'm not as passionate about this as i thought i was gonna be Uh uh-oh yeah and that happens to a lot of people and that happens to a lot of people you feel like you've wasted years of your education and Mm -hmm. now you're stuck the stress the big stress yeah i think also 
something that's stressful about this is there's no like maximum capacity of passions. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't it be better to be passionate about as many things as possible? Yeah. I think it would, but we convince ourselves that there's like a limited amount of things that we can be really passionate about. And I get that because it takes a lot of energy to really care about something and we mm-hmm. all only have so much energy, but I think that if you're passionate about everything that you dabble in, then it shouldn't take as much energy to do. Yeah. I don't know. I just overall think that the more passion, the better. Yeah. yeah. Little bits of passion here and there all add up into one big human passion. One big human passion. Your own human passion. Your own human passion. The human passion fruit. I like that. <laughs> well, good thing that that was recording because that's the title now. <laughs> human passion fruit. Human passion fruit. Amazing. I think something also that's really nice about our age is that we're all really just finding our passions and finding who we are you know mm-hmm. like if you would have asked me like five years ago what I'm passionate about I would have said probably completely different things than what I am now I would have had a lot of different things on that list than what it looks like now so as you grow I guess just as a person your passions are gonna grow too I agree although I find that something stressful as well because I feel a weird level of guilt when I grow out of my passions. Mm. Like, I used to be passionate about soccer, and then I got on the high school soccer team, and I hated everybody. So I, I quit soccer. I'm not dealing with that. But then I felt bad because I quit soccer. I'd do it my entire life, and I just wasn't enjoying it anymore. So I felt guilty. And so it's weird, because it's nice because you expect to grow out of your passions, because that's how that's just what happens. That's life. But you still feel bad about it. Yeah. And it's hard because you don't stop loving something, mm-hmm. you know? Just like you don't stop loving a person, even if you're not with them. Like, there's some little part of you that is always going to, like, remain changed by the fact that soccer was such a big part of your life and that you devoted a lot of time and energy to it. You know, it's always going to be a little something special, even if it's not something that you do every day or regularly. Even if it just means I can flex on people in soccer once in a while when they expect me to be really bad at it. Whoops. Exactly. But that's not a that's not a direct story of what happened over the summer or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's a great example. And I mean, if anything, I think it's great to go through passions because it's better to get really excited about something and do it for a little while and then come out of it with a new skill than to be too scared to be passionate about a new thing. Mm. You That's are a, a mosaic of all your passions. Wow. Ooh. That could be a good title, too. I like that. Mosaic of passions? Mm-hmm. Dang, Leah. That was really good. Good at titles. So what are your passions? What are you passionate about? <laughs> well, you see, I find a lot of stress in the fact that I think I do have too many passions. Because I don't have enough hours in the day to devote to all of them when I got a lot of shit to do. Mm. So, let me let me list off a few. <laughs> <laughs> Crunch. Crunch. Oh my gosh. I'm passionate about uh, many things. I've been, I'm passionate about working out. That's nice. I know that's a pretty generic thing, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. For self-improvement, we're, self-improvement. we're here for it. We're yeah, here for it. Um, I'm passionate about playing guitar. That's fun. I'm passionate about rock climbing. Very passionate about rock climbing. I realize that I get a little annoying when I bring my friends rock climbing because I'm like, ooh, I have, I have some advice for you. I know you can do the thing. But I think that's a... Really annoying. Whoops. I'm really passionate about fencing. Uh, we are recording this next to a big old pile of fencing swords, if that's not proof enough for you two in the room. 
I'm passionate about uh, cool socks. I have a big old sock collection. They're really nice, and I like them. I'm passionate about dressing nice. I'm like wearing bow ties, bow ties specifically, because I like bow ties. They're cool. Wow, I really got really got going there for a second. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> that was so nice. So yeah, and this is on top of the like stuff that applies to uh, living an adult life. Like, I'm, I'm starting to get passionate about cooking. Less so because I don't have time to cook, but I got passionate when I did have time to cook. And then I'm passionate about, like, my education. Going to be a good teacher. Passionate about teaching. Also about math, because math is so cool. It's so nice. I, I could keep going, um, <laughs> but Chloe, what are some of your passions? Ooh, I think first and foremost, I'm passionate about people. I love helping people and alleviating suffering in any way that I can, as well as helping people grow and become the best version of themselves. I love to see like personal growth and evolution, both in myself and in the people around me. I'm also really passionate about my education because I believe that education is the greatest equalizer and it's the way to move forward and accomplish great things. And that's a value that was instilled in me by my parents, so I think it's stuck with me. I'm also passionate about the outdoors and nature. I love oceans. I love swimming. I'm passionate about uh, a lot of animals, like cats. Love them. So cute. <laughs> I'm also passionate about socks, like Ethan, yes. and shoes. I love shoes. I'm passionate about, like, real leisure time. I think it's so rare but it makes me so, so excited. Like there's no simpler joy than laying in a hammock with a good book and like a crispy drink in your hand. That is so, so good. Crispy. <laughs> crispy, it's like sparkling water or something. Crunchy. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> I like a crunch. crunchy drink. <laughs> um, I'm passionate about sunshine and plants and all sorts of fun stuff. And I think but. that finding passion in everyday moments is really important, so. I like to wake up and get excited about at least something so I can look forward to it and go about my day with a little bit of pep in my step. You know what was cute so, about that? What well, was really cute about that, You Leah. both were smiling, like, <laughs> so big when you were telling all your passions. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I <laughs> so think, cute. So cute. I think when you ask someone what their passions are, you're asking them, you know, what they care most about and what makes them happiest. So it's, like, gonna put them in a good mood. The friend's friend that you were telling us about that asked mm -hmm. that question, I think that's kind of a good move to get to know people. Yeah, that's her first question she yeah. asks new people. I understand now. It makes Thanks, sense. friend, friend, random person. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, that was an optimistic turn of events, which is very... Yeah, that's unlike us. That's out of what the happened? ordinary. What happened? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't spice of life anymore. This is just life. <laughs> the sugar of life. Whoa. The sugar of life. Ew. Yeah. That's just, also a good name for the episode. Leah, stop. Dang. Just use them all. Okay. <laughs> all three. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we've kind of started in a positive direction. So how about we keep moving along in that direction and transition into what are some ways that we can make stress about finding or knowing or developing your passions less stressful. Leah? Well, I guess the easiest way for me to figure this out was literally just writing some stuff down that I like to do and like to think about. I'd like to bring up the fact uh, for everyone listening at home that the first thing on the list for Leah was making lists. 
Uh, so that's just a friendly <laughs> reminder as we as Lee continues forward. And then just <laughs> as you go in your in your life, you're gonna just find more things that you enjoy, you know, and things that you're gonna love. I agree. And I think as a society, maybe we should lower the threshold for what is considered passion. Because I think we might be taking it too far and saying that you're only passionate about something if it is what you live, breathe, eat, do, sleep. Like, And it doesn't have to be unique to you. But it's not like that. You know, you can have a passion that is super casual that you do every day or that everyone does. And that doesn't make you less passionate about it. That doesn't invalidate your passion at all. This is fair. When I first asked, was asked the question, what am I passionate about, I automatically assumed it had to be something insanely unique that only I would do. But No travel, no working out. That's not passion. That's just everyone else. But I think passion is a mindset more than like the amount of time or energy you put into something. It's how you relate to it on a personal level. And so there's not a direct correlation with how unique it is or how much time you spend on it. It's how you think of it. Nice. Lower the threshold. You don't have to decide your life and your passions. What you decide your passions will be won't be the only like course for your life. You know, like mm-hmm. we're going to change our. I guess I mean like when you're picking a major, you know that's not going to be the only thing, the only life course you have. You're going to be able to change. You know, you're gonna graduate with a degree in what anything and then you can do anything you set your mind to after that you know so I guess your passions aren't going to be set in stone either yeah and I mean with that it's totally fine if you have conflicting passions you know you shouldn't be forced to give up all of your artistic passions because you're following a more academic route you know you should try to be a well-rounded individual and having a lot of passions in one area doesn't mean that you can't have them in another I think it's even better to have sort of a balance and a blend of things. And even then, you sometimes your passions can overlap, and like uh, bringing attention to that makes it easier to attend to both. If you're passionate about art, for example, uh, find a way to incorporate that with, I don't know, rock climbing. I say rock climbing because I'm passionate about it, and that's what I was thinking of. Find something to do with that. Actually, you could design rock climbing routes because that's artistic and rock climbing. That's fair. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes your passions, you know? And even being passionate about different things kind of makes you more competitive in the job market as well, I think. Like, That's if fair. you can put on your resume that on top of being, like, technically qualified for a job, you also can bring in a second language because you're passionate about languages and you study them. Or you can bring in a hard skill like editing videos or um, coding that's not related to the job but that can be applied, then you're gonna stand out from other applicants and that's all because you thought something was cool. Your passions aren't set in stone. Unless stone is your passion, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe you chisel rock. Wait, sculpt rock? Sculpt rock? Chisel or? Chisel? Chisel? I mean, use a chisel. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Verb or Maybe you work with rocks. Maybe you Maybe you're fucking King this Arthur is or something. Geology, yeah. I think. Maybe you yeah. do masonry. Maybe because bricks are rocks. Bricks are rock. Maybe you like building houses out of brick and rock. Yeah. Yeah. Then or... then your passions are pretty set in stone. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> we got there. We got to the punchline. <laughs> you know, I think that's a really good 
note to end on. Yeah. Does anyone have anything else to add? No. No, I think that's it. Oh, and Leah, thank you so much for being a guest today. This has been a really fun conversation. Well, thank you for asking. Oh. Um, delete that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're keeping it in. No, no, no. And I'm passionate about comedy. Thank so. you for letting me be the guest of honor on this episode. Of course. Yay, we hope that this has spiced up your passionate life right. Yeah. 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 So uh, we're pretty passionate about this podcast, so it'd be great if you were passionate about following us on Instagram. We have an Instagram at Spice of Life Pod. Feel free to DM us if you have any ideas for episodes or if you would like to be a guest. Adios! Adios! <laughs>